You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Radical Disruption. I am currently sitting on my pregnancy pillow because it has gone to the point where it is no longer comfortable. Actually, I don't know if it was ever really truthfully comfortable to be sitting on the floor in my closet recording these podcast episodes, but now it's like really not comfortable. So I have my pregnancy pillow, like, you know, the one that you you sleep with. (laughs) I have that all wrapped up in like a, uh, I don't know, like a circular like little bundle and it's underneath my bum because it is, yeah, it's just to that point where things are just starting to get a little bit more uncomfortable, including sitting on the floor for several hours as I record podcast episodes because I usually batch them out. So I don't like sit down for like 20 minutes for a podcast episode. It's like usually three or four or five hours, not all in a row. Like I'll stand up and walk around and all that. But the other day I was recording, actually it was last week, I think I was recording. I had four episodes in a row and they, two of them were, I was a guest on someone else's podcast. And then two of them, people were a guest on my podcast. So I was recording a bunch. And after that, I was like, I need a podcast studio in our house. (laughs) And so I was talking to my husband about it and we might be building in our unfinished basement where we might finish just one corner of the basement so that I can have a podcast studio and be able to sit in a chair with a desk and be able to record. Because I mean, I'm planning on doing podcasting for a very, very long time. And so it'd just be nice to have some place. And also I've looked into podcasts like recording studios in my area. And I don't know if it's just Utah, but they are hecka expensive to rent out. Like I'm talking like $150 to $300 an hour just to rent out a podcast studio. And that's a lot of money. Like that's like, yeah, that's like around $1,000 a month that I would be spending to record podcasts in a podcast studio. And the reason why I don't record my podcast at my desk in my office, I live in a townhome and our neighbors aren't loud, but like we, where our townhome is located is by a pretty busy road. And my office is at like the front of the house by that busy road and so there's a bunch of like trucks and things that will drive by and it's just really loud so that's why I don't record over there and so I record in my closet because this is where the quietest place is in the house so hopefully eventually I will be getting a podcast studio we might make shift one in the basement for a little bit of time, but when we build our house someday, which is not for probably several years down the line at this point, but when we build our house someday, 100%, you bet your bottom dollar that I will have a podcast studio in my house. Uh, but until then, the pregnancy pillow under the bum as I am sitting here recording this, that's the vibe as of right now. All right, today's episode is all about how to pitch yourself as a guest for a podcast. And I've been asked this a bunch of times in my direct messages because not only do I bring guests onto my podcast, but I also am a guest on a lot of other people's podcasts as well. And before I even had my podcast, I had done 10, I think at that point, like maybe 10 or 11 guest podcast episodes on other people's podcasts. And I saw the power of uh, being a guest and exposing myself to their audiences 
And to this day, like podcasts that I have recorded like months and months ago, and some of them even like a year ago, all the people who direct message me and they'll say, oh my gosh, I listened to your podcast episode with XYZ person and I started following you on Instagram. I love your stuff. And I just purchased XYZ offer. From, like I get those all of the time from episodes again that I have recorded with people being their guest months and sometimes even years ago, which is absolutely mind-blowing to me. So there's a lot of power to being a podcast guest. So let me dive deeper into that, though, before I talk about the actual how to pitch yourself and what I recommend in terms of pitching, because not only have I pitched myself, but I've also been pitched a lot for people who want to be a guest on Radical Disruption, which is super fun and also such a weird thing, too, that like, I don't know. It just never gets normal for me when people are like, oh my gosh, I was listening to you while I was on my walk or, you know, like me getting people who want to be guests on the podcast, like they're pitching me. I'm like, this is real. Like, this is really weird that like I actually have a podcast. And uh, now I think this is going to be episode like 29 or something. And I'm like, I don't know why it hasn't like normalized in the last 29 episodes, but it still isn't normal. And it's still just like so wild to me that I have a podcast that people listen to when they're on their walks or like while they're in their car or I don't know. Anyways, that that's a little tangent there. And that leads me into the conversation of why be a podcast guest. So outside of all the things that I just prior shared about my experience being a podcast guest, these are some things that I recommend thinking about. If you're like, hmm, why should I be a podcast guest? These are the reasons why, in my opinion. Number one, it expands your reach. So being a guest on someone else's podcast exposes you to new audiences. This is pretty self-explanatory, right? You're, you're, you already know this, but I just want to re-emphasize how important this is, expanding your reach and gaining more visibility with people who are your, hopefully, I would assume that you're going to be pitching yourself onto podcasts. That would be beneficial in terms of like, that audience coming over and being your audience as well, right? Because you don't want to pitch yourself to just random podcasts out there. You really want to find podcasts that would have a similar audience to who you're looking to reach and impact and all of that. Number two is networking opportunities. So podcasting is a really powerful way to network with the host of that podcast that you're being a guest on. Also, not just networking with the host, but also networking opportunities might come up through the host's audience. There's actually two different things that have come up for me with me being a podcast guest on other people's podcasts is I've had the opportunity to not just record episodes in terms of like podcast episodes with them, but I've actually had the opportunity with a few of the people that I've done episodes with to go into their community and teach a training that is a paid training that I like actually, you know, get paid for to teach um, and be able to reach their community through, I, I guess, like a more intimate type of setting than just doing a podcast episode. So that's one way. And then the second way is I've actually had people in the host's audience reach out to me and they have said, you know, you know, in their head, they're thinking like, oh, if Maya is willing to collaborate or like network with the host, then they're probably also willing to network with me. And so I'll actually have people who reach out and say, hey, like I heard you on XYZ podcast. I'd love to have you on my podcast or I'd love to have you come and teach inside of the, my community or that's actually opened up doors for me, not just with the host, but also with the host's audience. Number three is credibility and authority. So being invited as a guest really indicates that you have something that is very valuable and insightful to share with the host's audience. And so this can really enhance your credibility and position you as an authority. 
Number four is brand exposure. So if the podcast is done right, it has its own established brand and reputation. And so associating yourself with a reputable podcast can really positively impact your personal brand and reputation as well. Another thing is learning experience. So by really preparing yourself and participating and interacting in a podcast interview can really be a valuable learning experience in terms of your personal growth and confidence around like public speaking and like sharing your ideas and things like that. But also it can be really powerful because it challenges you to think on the spot. Oftentimes there are going to be questions that come up that even if the host sends you a list of questions beforehand that that are going to be covered, sometimes the host will also come up with other questions or like, ooh, you said this, but like, what do you think about this? So it allows you to like think on the spot, but it also challenges you to really articulate your ideas very concisely because you don't want to be on the podcast. Most podcast guest episodes are around like 30 to 45 minutes. Sometimes they'll get up to 60, but you know, you can't just be rambling and rambling and rambling. <laughs> like, So you, you want to be able to articulate your ideas concisely. And so that is a really great learning experience for you. Another thing is thought leadership. So it allows you to share your knowledge and insight on a podcast, which can position you as a thought leader in your industry or aka, you know, a, an authority. And I would say that the difference between an authority and a thought leader is like, an authority is someone that people see as credible, they trust them, but a thought leader is someone who is doing things different, they're thinking of things different, they're positioning things different, they have a different framework, they are unique, they're standing out, um, not just as an expert, but as someone who's really innovative and driving the conversations that are happening in that niche and industry, which is really, really, really powerful. Another thing is engaging with potential fans and community, as well as like current fans and community. So if you don't have a podcast or you don't have any sort of long form type of content, like a a blog post or a YouTube, actually, I would say a podcast and a YouTube video are probably the most comparable. A blog post is technically long form content, but they're not hearing you speak like they would in a podcast. So I would say if you don't have a YouTube video or a YouTube video, a YouTube channel, or I guess a YouTube video on a YouTube channel, then it's really powerful for your audience and potential audience to be able to hear you in a different type of setting than they normally would be able to. So podcast episodes are really powerful for that, especially if you don't see yourself really ever dabbling in YouTube or a podcast. Like You don't have to create your own podcast to be able to experience the power of podcasting. There are plenty of people out there who have podcasts who are putting in the time and energy to build their podcasts and build really amazing audiences that you can leverage by being a guest on those those different people's podcasts or those different people's YouTube channels as well. And oftentimes, uh, something that I have seen too is not every podcast will do this, but a lot of podcasts, they'll also record the screen of the podcast. So like the actual video portion will be used, I guess repurposed would be the correct terminology. It would be repurposed onto YouTube. So not only is your podcast going on, you know, different podcast listening platforms, but people can now also find you through YouTube. And so you are on YouTube and you're on, you know, different people's podcasts. And you can do this like once or twice per month. I mean, depends on like ultimately what your goal is in terms of your business and getting visibility and all that. But I mean, you could be a podcast guest once or twice a month. And that's like 12 to 24 episodes that you are being featured in that's helping to increase your brand exposure, your credibility and visibility and all that good stuff. And also, you know, increasing your learning experience too. 
And then also, the last thing I'll say, again, this one's very self-explanatory, but it's collaboration, right? So it's you coming on and being willing to share something for free in return for the exposure that they're giving you, but also the fact that like you're also going to give exposure to them as well, because when the podcast episode goes live, you're going to be posting about it. They're going to be posting about it. So it's a two-way street, right? Like You're helping to increase their reach. They're helping to increase your reach. So it's a mutually beneficial relationship, hopefully. <laughs> and if not, then I would say probably don't, you know, do a follow-up recording with them by any means. But those are the reasons why I believe that it is so powerful to be a guest on a podcast. And I hear oftentimes too, people will come to me and they're at the beginning stages of their business and they hear me talk about the power of having a podcast and they're like, well, I want to create a podcast too. And I don't want to discourage you from creating a podcast and I don't want to discourage you from creating a YouTube channel because all those things are really, really, really great. Don't get me wrong. But looking back on my journey, I had thought about creating a podcast earlier in my journey. I'm so grateful that I didn't because I truly do not believe that I would have had the capacity to have a podcast and be able to give so much away for free at the beginning stages of my journey just because I didn't have enough time and energy to juggle all of the different things that I was already doing. And so adding a podcast on top of that, it's a lot of work. It's a lot, a lot, a lot of work. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like having a podcast is a hundred times more work than I ever thought it was going to be, but it's so worth it. But if you're at the beginning stages of your journey and you're kind of in that stage where you're like, oh my gosh, like, should I start a podcast? Like, I want something that's long form content. Just start by being a guest on people's podcasts because there's so much power in that. You don't have to have your own podcast to be able to reap the benefits of podcasting and long form content. Of course, it is great to have your own podcast, but just get started by being a guest on other people's podcasts. And you'll be like, actually, yes, this is definitely something that I want to do, or I love this, or you know, this makes sense for me right now in my business, then 100% go ahead and start your own podcast. Like, don't get me wrong. Podcasting is amazing. There's so much power to having your own podcast, but I believe that there's almost equal amount of power to being a guest on other people's podcasts too, because that's exposing you to new audiences, right? That's like majority of people's goal is like that type of visibility and credibility. And you can gain that by being a guest on someone else's podcast. Like you don't have to have your own podcast to be able to gain those things, if that makes sense. When it comes to the actual pitch, because that's what this episode is all about, that's why you're here listening, so let's get into it. When it comes to the actual pitch, something I will say is I have been pitched a lot, a lot, a lot uh, for people who want to be a guest on Radical Disruption, and so from that perspective, I've seen, and there are people that I have, uh, that have pitched me, that I have brought on as guests, and they're absolutely amazing, but I look for very specific things, and so that's where these tips are coming from. But also these tips are coming from the perspective that I've also pitched myself to be on other people's podcasts as well. And so what things that I've seen to work well from like the pitching perspective, but also from the being pitched to perspective. So I have two different perspectives there, which I think is really powerful to bring in. All right, there's six different tips here. Number one is to make sure that you are posting and showing up consistently on social media. This doesn't mean that it necessarily has to be Instagram. It could just be anywhere. Whatever that social media platform for you that is like your bread and butter, you need to be posting and showing up on there because most podcast hosts or their team or you know whoever is obviously looking into these inquiries for pitches for their podcast, they're going to check to see if you have an engaged audience and are reaching new people. Because part of being a guest on someone else's podcast 
is that you're collaborating, right? And so in a collaboration, they're looking for reaching new audiences. And so if you are not posting consistently or you don't have an engaged audience, then that podcast host or their team is probably going to be thinking, oh, this is probably not going to be super beneficial for our podcast. Like, yes, of course, it'd be beneficial in the sense of like, you might be an expert and you might have something to share that is valuable, but is it going to also be beneficial for the podcast in the sense of like reaching new audiences? Because that's important for a podcast host. Now, I'm not saying that you need to have tens of thousands of followers to be pitching people to be a podcast guest. That's not what I'm saying. But no matter what your following size is, that following needs to be engaged and you need to be showing up consistently. So again, you don't need to have tens of thousands of followers. You could have a thousand followers and those a thousand followers could be way more engaged than someone who has 20,000 followers, right? So having an engaged audience and really showing up consistently is so, so, so important when it comes to pitching yourself. Because again, it's about collaboration. It's not just a one-way street where like this host is thinking, oh, great. Like I have someone to come on for free and share knowledge. And like, you're not just thinking like, oh, I'm going to go onto this podcast and gain visibility and build my credibility, right? Like it's a two-way street where it has to be beneficial for both of you. And so that is something that I have looked at from a podcast host perspective when it comes to me bringing on different guests is like, are they going to be able to help me to reach new audiences? Because that's, and I don't say that from like a vanity metric perspective of like, oh, I want to make sure that my podcast grows because that's all that this is about. No, it's like my podcast has a very specific purpose and a very specific impact that I'm looking to make. And so I want to make sure that the guests that I bring on are helping me to move my message to as many people as possible, right? And create as much impact as possible. So I'm really thinking about like, what is the goal of my podcast as a host? And is this guest going to help me to achieve that goal in some sort of way, right? Because like, obviously the goal is going to be a huge goal. And it's not to say that one guest is going to help me to achieve all the goals that I have for my podcast. But it's like, is this guest in alignment with the goals that I have? That's something that I'm thinking about. All right, number two, you want to research the podcast so that you can understand the format, the audience, the topics, and the mission of the podcast. Again, what is the goal of the podcast? What is the impact that this podcast is looking to make? What is the impact that the host of the podcast is looking to make? And then you really want to cater your pitch to those things. And when I say pitch, I'm talking about sending an email to the podcast, whether the podcast has its own email or whether the host has a team of people that you're reaching out to, like whatever that is, whatever the best way to contact that uh, host is, that's how you're wanting to reach out via email. I'm not talking direct message. I'm talking email. Now, if you can't find their email, it would be okay to direct message them and say, hey, I would love to be a guest on your podcast. Can you send me over a great email that I can reach out to and share more information about me and you know what I could potentially bring to the table in terms of being a guest on your podcast? And then they're going to send you an email. And then in that email is where you do a pitch. And I just think it's a lot more professional to do it that way than to send them a direct message and give them a pitch that way. So when I say pitch, that's specifically what I'm talking about is through email. You're sending them a description as to why they should be or why you should be a guest on their podcast and how it's going to be beneficial to them. Number three is when you send a pitch email, I highly recommend sending over examples of past podcast episodes that you've done. Um, If you don't have past podcast episodes, that's okay. If you have some sort of long form content that you can send over to them, 
like maybe you did a free training and you can send that training over to them. Or maybe you do have a blog post or maybe YouTube channel or something along those lines that has a little bit more long form type of content that you can send over to them. That's what I would do until you start having more links that you can send over in terms of podcast guest episodes that you've done in the past. Other things that I would make sure to include inside of that email is ideas on topics that you think would be beneficial for the podcast. Again, in order for you to understand what would be beneficial for the podcast, you need to research the podcast. You need to understand the format, the audience, the topics. Who is the podcast speaking to so that you can make sure that you're speaking to that same audience as well? You also need to send over your bio and your background and how you can benefit the host's listeners. This is not about you. This is all Everything that you send in that pitch email is, hi, this is who I am. This is why it'd be beneficial for you. This is some things that I teach. This is why it would be beneficial for you. You're tying it back into why is this beneficial for the host and for the host's audience at the end of the day. Number four is, are you an expert in what it is that you do? If this is not clear from your website, from your social media account, whatever it is that you're sending over to the host, then the host is not going to want to bring you on. And the reason why is because if you do not appear as an expert, they don't want to bring people on to their podcast who are going to deliver misinformation or going to direct and guide their community in a way that they, you know, that's maybe not authentic. Like there's a lot of different things that play into that. So that's really important. And on top of that, though, you want to make sure that you have a unique perspective and positioning that relates to your expertise. And so what I mean by that is like, you need to have a niche, but on top of having a niche, it's like, what are you known as, as the expert in your niche? Like, yes, like, let's just say you're an Instagram coach. Okay, great. But like, what specifically are you an expert at? Like, are you a reels expert? Like, are you a reels selling expert? Like you help people to sell through reels and like that is your expertise. The more specific that you can get in terms of your positioning, and this isn't just saying like in the email, like this is my unique positioning. Like you need to make sure that your website, that your social media, that your messaging, your marketing, everything that you share and showcase that it, I guess, makes it clear that you are an actual expert in that thing, that you have that unique positioning and perspective. Because again, it's like, it's one thing to write a sentence in an email and be like, this is my unique positioning. And then they go over to your Instagram account and they're like, oh, I don't really see any of that, right? So it needs to be, you need to make sure that like your pitch is in alignment with whatever it is that you're sharing on your website in terms of your messaging and also social media and all of that as well. And the reason why that is important is because that's gonna help you to stand out and allow the host to really see how your story can resonate with their listeners. And you're not just going to be just another Instagram coach, for example. Now it's like you have a very specific thing that you're bringing to the table and the host is going to be able to understand and see, again, how it's going to resonate with their listeners. And even better, if you can not just share, you know, what your expertise is, but like, like, again, that bio, like, how did you get to where you are today? And like, why is that story going to be beneficial for their audience? Number five is that you need to make sure that you are pitching to be on a podcast that is actually going to be beneficial for you and not just for the host. Because I don't want you to be wasting your time and just like pitching yourself to every podcast out there. And then you're hopping on all these podcasts, but like those podcasts don't actually have audiences that are going to bring visibility to your business in terms of not just like visibility as like growth in terms of your audience, but also like potential customers potential clients. Like you want to be making sure that you are pitching a podcast that is going to be beneficial for you to actually be showing up on and like spending your time on, right? Because you're giving 
at least, usually at least 45 minutes of your time to this episode to record it. And so you want to make sure that that is worth your time and energy. So asking yourself, does the podcast have consistent listeners and are the listeners your ideal audience? And the reason why I say, does the podcast have consistent listeners is, is that podcast even active? There are a bunch of podcasts out there, but there's a bunch of podcasts out there that don't post all the time, that don't have a really active audience, that don't have a lot of listeners. So doing your research and due diligence on that aspect so that you can make sure that you are making a good decision for your time and energy is really important as well. And then six and lastly is make sure that you follow up if you don't get a response. It is normal for people to be busy. Like think about you and how many days it takes you to respond to an email. Unless you're like email queen or king, which is like great. (laughs) I bow down to you and I hope to be you someday. It probably takes you a few days, right? To get back to an email. And so if they don't get back to you within, you know, a week, follow up with them. There's nothing wrong with that. People get super busy and a reminder is just really nice to have. So it's okay to send them a reminder and send them even another reminder after that. Not the end of the world. If you're sending reminders and follow-ups, think of it from the perspective of like, this doesn't mean no. It just means that they're busy. They have other things that are going on and that's okay. Those are the six tips. Now, when it comes to putting all this together, again, I recommend putting it inside of an email and everything is going to be positioned, not about like, hi, this is me. This is who I am. Me, 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 me. It's like, This is who I am. This is why it's beneficial to you. This is what I do. This is why it's beneficial to you. This is my unique positioning. This is why it's beneficial to you. And so you lay it out in an email and the email is going to be pretty long. Like most of the emails that I get that are really solid pitches from other people pitching to be on radical disruption, they're pretty long. Um, There's like, I don't know, like four or five different sections, right? There's a section where it's like, hi, you know, this is who I am. This is how I found your podcast. Most people even include like, this is my favorite episode and like what I liked about that episode. Because again, it means that they went the extra mile to actually research that and they're not just sending out like a generic pitch to every single person that they're trying to pitch to be on a podcast with, right? And that's really important is you don't want it to be generic. You want it to be very specific to that person and their audience. Um, And so saying things that are very specific to different episodes, that will really help the host to know like, oh, they actually did go the extra mile to listen in and to like do their research is really important. So that's usually the first section. The second section is like usually something along the lines like who I am, you know, what is my background? What is my bio? Why is this beneficial to your audience? And then usually the next section is something along the lines of, you know, here are some potential topics that I've talked about on other podcasts or that I think would be beneficial specifically for your audience. Then usually the next section is examples of podcast episodes that you've done or other long form content. Like I said, if you haven't done a podcast episode, so usually that's the next section and there's a bunch of links in there. I wouldn't say like getting too crazy with the links. Like if you've been on a podcast episode with like 10 other people, like I wouldn't include all 10 of those. I would just choose like three or four of like the best ones to send over. And then um, from there, I would send over like your socials. So like your website, Instagram, TikTok, any of the social media accounts that you have. And then at the end, I would have a very clear like call to action statement that says something that's more of like an open-ended question. Like, please let me know. I don't know. I'm kind of torn between like, should it be an open-ended question or should it be a more direct question? I don't know. You could throw something in there. Like, please let me know if there's anything else that you need from me to make sure that this is a good fit or something along those lines. Or let me know if you have any follow-up questions or like, I really look forward to hearing back from you something along those lines. Like I would just keep it casual. And then in your follow-up emails, you can get a little bit more direct with your call to action statements if you want to. But I would say in that first email, I would just keep it pretty casual. In the follow-up emails, I would kind of shift my strategy a little bit. 
in terms of like the call to actions and in the follow-up emails too, you don't need to send all the same information over and over and over again in those follow-up emails. You can just hit reply on those emails, right? Or hit reply on the very first email and then like so that you're you keep it in the same email thread. Hopefully that makes sense. All right. That is it for today's episode on how to pitch yourself to be a podcast guest. I hope that this was super helpful, not just in terms of like the how to pitch yourself, but also recognizing how powerful it is to put yourself in a position to be a podcast guest because of what it can do for your business in terms of obviously all the things that I said, but I would even add just in conclusion that it's so powerful because podcasts last a really long time. And so as I was saying at the beginning, like people find me months and years later from when I do my podcast episodes. And that is the power of a podcast is it's not like Instagram where your posts last 72 hours and your reels last six weeks. Like these podcast episodes last years and years and years and years. Uh, Maybe not quite that long, but like technically like they could last that long, you know? And so positioning your business in a place that allows you to be seen for months and years to come with one piece of content is so, so, so powerful. And I highly recommend implementing some sort of long form evergreen piece of content like a podcast or being a podcast guest or being a guest on someone's YouTube channel or being a guest on someone's blog post or having any or having any of those things for your own business like having your own podcast having your own YouTube having your own blog post there's just so much power in that and I think that it's so important to implement that into your content strategy and not just focus on short form pieces of content that are going to give short bursts of last or I was going to say short bursts of lasting effect. No, (laughs) it would be just be short bursts of effect in terms of like Instagram, right? Like that's pretty, I don't mean this in the sense of like instant gratification in the sense of like, you're going to see overnight success in terms of like followers, but like instant gratification in terms of like the results that you're going to get from those posts happen within a short amount of time, like 72 hours up to six weeks. Whereas these podcasts, a lot of these episodes same with YouTube and same with even blog posts. Like these are things that are being seen for months and years to come. And so the traction takes a little bit longer, but there's a lot of power to that. So a lot of things to think about, but hopefully this episode was helpful. And let me know if it was by direct messaging me, shoot me an email, however it is that you want to communicate with me. But I would love to know if this was helpful. If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had, or something that you loved, and tag me on Instagram at Maya Nicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.